Hello everyone, and welcome back to Experience Point Starfinder, your favorite queer Starfinder podcast. If you love our show, we hope you'll rate and review us on iTunes or wherever you consume your podcasts. Every review brightens our day and helps new listeners to find us. We don't pay to advertise any of the podcasts on the Experience Points Network, so we hope you'll recommend us to your friends and just about anyone. If you'd like to support us, we hope you'll consider joining our Patreon. We would be lost without our patrons. You keep our mics on and our dice rolling. We've got some great rewards, so check them out at patreon.com slash experience points. Hello, this is Kelrick. You can find me on Twitter at Cormalon, that's C-O-R-M-A-L-L-O-N, or at EQ points. I'm the main editor for our podcast, and it's just taken me a really long time to get this one out. I truly apologize. I know I sound like a broken record at this point. I've been keeping everyone up to date on Twitter, but in case you're not following us there, we had some issues with a vocal track not being captured, and so I've had to manually splice every instance in to to get that in, and then also had to have it re-recorded. So it just took a lot longer this time. Hopefully I'll be able to get the next episode up really quickly, and uh, then get back to our normal cadence next week. So hopefully two episodes this week and then a new one on Wednesday. If you have any questions, feel free to contact me at either of those Twitter accounts and I'm happy to respond. Anyway, on to the episode. I hope you have enjoy. Cheers. Welcome to our Saturday stream for Experience Point Starfinder. My name is Kenny. I am your GM and host today. And uh, next to me on the screen is this fabulous cast, uh, Miyu. Why don't you kick us off for intros? Hi, I'm Miyu. Uh, my pronouns are they, them. And today I am playing Major Tom, the Astrozoan envoy whose pronouns are also they, them. Hello, I'm Steph. My pronouns are she, her. And I will be playing Navu Paleglade, our Goran Solarian, whose pronouns are she, they. Uh, PB. Hi, I'm PB, uh, and today I am playing Yi, who is a, um, mm-hmm, I, wow, I really was hoping it'd just come to me as I, as I started that, <laughs> and he's a space <laughs> operative, <laughs> a space, uh, a space operative Isoki, uh, named Yi, and both me and her pronouns are she and her. And hello, I'm Kelric. I am playing Throny Ecos, dude. And both of us have he, him pronouns. Amazing. Thank you all so much for joining us today. And uh, thank you uh, for uh, watching. Um, if you watched the last time we streamed, you had an exclusive view into that episode because it has forever been lost to the ether. And uh, one time only. Best episode ever. Cherish that memory. E so tune in, because you never know. Exactly. You never know when it's going to be the last time you'll hear it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, given that, um, why don't we get a quick recap on what happened if people read? If not, I will do my best to uh, prod memories. I got this. I may have actually re-listened to it when we were still planning to stream last time. <laughs> so... <laughs> Leave it to the nerd. Let's see. We started off by clarifying that the allegiance callers are not slave callers. They 
bind the they have to be put on by a willing creature and they are bound to the person who gave them the collar and it shares their abilities with them i think that's i think i'm summarizing it correctly yeah it's kind of like a warlock pack except they turn to ash when they die (laughs) (laughs) after sifting through the ash of what was once a i'm guessing a raider captain um we went into the other half of the ship fought some fire elementals that were probably just the cooks from the original crew and then actually made it into the captain's quarters where we learned that they are a fire ant um ignan sheeran and (laughs) thrani got some new threads major tom and Guy were going to investigate the next room where we found there was a micro fissure into space sucking all the air out of the room and the only thing that stopped them from getting crushed by stuff from the kitchen being thrown at them was Navu sucking them back into the room with a black hole so the door could close. Uh, from that point, everybody was kind of done. Audi 2.0 on the Breath of Embers. <laughs> we went back to the ship after much threatening of A-hole getting defragged for being an asshole and not transferring messages. Major Tom did some major negotiations for us getting some additional compensation and being taken care of for all of our pain and suffering with clearing out this ship. And unexpectedly, we actually got awarded the ship, (laughs) which I don't think was anybody's intention, but we did, we got the ship. Yeah, Major Tom salvage rights, like uh, that's ours, we found it. Yeah. And then for a brief moment in time, the station, Yi was learning the Ignan technology. Major Tom was trying to reassemble the statue from the foot that he that they found. <laughs> Navu was learning more about the collar and the ship itself. Both Navu and Yi are starting to learn Ignan. And Thrani was learning to summon a water elemental. But also learning Ignan. I had extra language too. Okay. I couldn't rem- I didn't write that down. I apologize. All of that was interrupted after what felt like five minutes, because that's how long it was for us players. The far portal got sucked into the Burning Mother, aka the sun. And that's where we left off. <laughs> oh my god. That was well done. <laughs> and that's the most I'll probably be talking the whole time in one row. <laughs> I was just saying how comprehensive and on the mark Steph's description was. Thank you. That's right. After you all get back to Far Portal Station, you did your research and the various things that you wanted. On the main observation deck, you hear cries of horror as you see the Far Portal sinking into the sun. Some of the scientists are tapping on their data pads in disbelief, and others are even outright crying. Once the portal is no longer visible, you see all of the Lashunta, Shirin, and other species known to have telepathic ability or sensitivity all double over as in pain. Some even yell out in horror. I am no expert, but I am guessing that this is not supposed to happen like this. I don't know that Nabu saw anybody collapsing, because I think the minute that the portal disappeared into the sun, they were on a terminal, click clacking away, trying to figure out what was going on. Uh, Major Tom is just staring around and they they have no idea no mysticism no physical science ability this is just kind of standing there like well we got the ship but uh this is all kind of weird i don't know what is what is happening 
I am also looking around just very confused like is this some sort of I don't know ritual I don't know hello like I walk to the closest one and I'm just like I'm like hello 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 and I'm just like poking them with my foot I, I believe this I believe this may be what they call flash mob oh flash <laughs> Oh, man, now I feel so embarrassed. At your feet is a Sheeran scientist, shaking and in shock. He pokes. Aggressively, but pokes with my foot. <laughs> now I have this mental image of Yi punting the poor scientist. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a sight. <laughs> Why don't you roll a culture check? Um. Oh, I'll roll a culture check. I know things about cultures. Nice. Ooh. Nat 20 for a 26 on culture. Major Tom only got a 15. So. With your Nat 20, you have knowledge of stories and rumors regarding the Lashunta people of the Burning Archipelago. They behave with a certain measure of paranoia and a sense of doom emanating from the sun. Nothing as powerful as this phenomenon that you just witnessed. It's clear that something unusual is happening. So there have been these waves before, just not as strong? I continue my prodding uh, while you contemplate this, and I'm like, "Is this is this a, is this what a flash mob is, Major Tom? Is is this what it is?" I, I believe so. Uh, perhaps we participate. Uh, and uh, double over. Oh, it's starting. Stop! 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 Please stop. Uh, wrong. So yes. flash mob. No, that's no. not a flash mob. This is like a thing, like a real thing, not like a flash mob. Those don't happen. So, I think we are asshole. Yeah, like these people are in actual pain, and the Lishintas, like these folks, right? Like here, these they've been like saying stuff like this forever, but this has never happened. Like. I think people might believe them or something after this. They're super paranoid about doom. It's always doom with Lishantas. Maybe there's doom coming, actually. Oh, that doom was beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> As you were speaking of the Lashunta people, a broad-shouldered Karasha Lashunta woman with purple hair wearing utilian gray, utilitarian gray coveralls with many pockets approaches and puts their hand on your shoulder, Thrawny. I'm Dr. Therese Sulero, one of the researchers here. I specialize in magnetospheric monitoring and solar weather prediction. Well, let's just say I make sure nobody gets cooked. She extends a hand for shaking. Oh, like, it's a pleasure. And as I reach out to shake their hand, Shimsi runs up. Uh, gets out of their container and starts exploring their pockets. Okay. I think Therese is out of it, but recognizes that Shimsy is on her. Roll a check for Shimsy. Yeah, she rolled a 30 dex check. Yeah, with that 30, I think when Shimsy climbs on looking through one pocket, Therese absentmindedly uses her arm to push Shimsy away. And Shimsy just climbs around and begins to rifle through the pockets on the opposite side of her body. You all just felt that, right? Like, like you're in an opening airlock with no suit? She points to her antennae. Uh, okay, uh, Major Tom wishes to try to save some face here. 
So Major Tom is going to bluff. That is a 24 on the bluff. Well, uh, the bluff? Yes, it, it, it is like major headache right now. Not Ow! Ow, my head! I've definitely oh, felt head. the airlock thing before. Yeah, I've... I, I, yep, I totally know what that feels like. Yes. Listen, Lashunda's on the Burning Archipelago feel similar psychic pressure all the time, but never anywhere near that strong. Combine that with the portal going for a dip. She grimaces and gestures to one of the screens showing the last known location of the far portal. And it's my professional opinion that things have just gotten, well, deeply weird. You've kind of come to the resident experts in weird, given our recent experience on the Breath of Embers. We need everyone to know about this, which is why I'm going to be on your ship when you leave in, say, ten minutes, and you're going to tell me how many organs I have to sell in order to pay for the privilege. Deal? Like... Wait, wait. Where, where, where are we going? What? Like, where are we going? Organ selling? Captain? <laughs> I just hand the captain card over to Thrawny. Yeah. <laughs> like, I go from looking to you and I just, like, pan over. <laughs> <laughs> Even no. now, just kind of, like, paused. It's just like, <laughs> So, like, where are we going? Where are we taking you? Ten minutes is awfully quick. My apologies. That's right. I got ahead of myself. I'm still recovering from that psychic blast. We need to get this... We need to get to the Burning Archipelago and deliver your findings and these readings from the blast. Alright. Pause. <laughs> Huddle! <laughs> Aren't we in the Burning Archipelago? I, I believe we are outside of Burning Archipelago. Okay, so Here, this is the two... Go to the other side of the sun from the burning archipelago. Okay. We pull out maps. <laughs> <laughs> this that's what this is all outside of the character. I'm like, mm. okay. yeah, this is this is so, this is so, not being sure. Yeah. Here is Sun. Here is Burning Archipelago. On other side of Sun, outside of Sun, is Far Portal Station. This is where we are right here now. X. Got it. Uh, <laughs> now now, Captain, Captain. I would like to point out that we are expected to go where Creepy Portal has, like, sunk into sun. That's right. Uh, yeah, like, I don't have the details yet, so let's just hold off. So, you are your warper senses tingly? Like, let me focus, okay? Okay. Okay, so you have already, this happened, like, just now, like, you just had time to curl up fetal, and like, okay, you have approval for this to happen? Let's just say we need to get to the Burning Archipelago as quickly as possible. So, like, we don't deal with let's just say, when we're going into a sun, we 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 need to know facts. Like, so, there is another station we're going to? Yes. I have a contact there who needs to see this data. And you have coordinates for this station? I do. Okay. And the selling of organs thing, we're not going to deal with that because, ew. Um, but, yeah. Um, I turned to Major Tom and I'm like, 
Major Tom, you're going to be do- doing the negotiation for the fees. And Yi, is there anything else you need? Like, I don't know how many more guns you need or ammo, but you know, you should fix that. <laughs> you have like a an ammo carrying robot for Yi. <laughs> Just feed her weapons. <laughs> it's my own personal robot butler. Gun yeah. butler. And all it does is like, oh, you're out of ammo. Here. <laughs> I think that the nine iron is the best gun for this tool. <laughs> gun A caddy. gun caddy. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, there's that dip into mechanic. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, I have a question before we agree. If you oh, Johnny, not at all, not at all, please. And I just put the captain thing on you real quick. I'm like. <laughs> If this is an official contact, why leave immediately? Why not just calm them or contact them through insert whatever they call the internet here? <laughs> okay, uh, go ahead and roll diplomacy. Okay. Oh no. I'm, I'm good at that? Question mark? A 15. With a 15, you just got it. At the mention of her contact, Therese sighs and says, My contact is at an organization known as the Deep Cultures Institute. She's my ex-wife, Nib. You don't actually have approval to go, don't you? Oh, we definitely do. Station Master Jory is sending data now via interplanetary comm units, but the gravity of the situation requires many lines of communication. So I'm going to reach over and just sort of adjust the captain's thing on uh, Navu. And as I do, uh, learning that that Teres has an ex-wife, I cast um, Charming Veneer on Navu. I'm like, okay, this might work a little better on you. Click. Yeah, you get a, a plus one to any of your <laughs> charisma-based roles going forward. Okay. <laughs> I, I should be giving you all charming veneer every time we interact with anybody. <laughs> it's a zero level spell. I should just be doing it. And I meant to do it earlier. I just forgot. So like, I'll do anything f- for love. So let's go. I was waiting for that for um, make Tom to be like, we have, I, I won't do that for a price less than X. <laughs> We'll, uh, while we will, in fact, do anything for love, uh, love does not come for free or, or for cheap, so, uh, let, let us, uh, break out our contract, uh, uh, Captain, do, do we have a, like, standard passenger contract? I, I, I can't. Currently, that's staff. I don't think so. Okay, okay, I, I, I got this. Okay, so our standard fee, is, and just, just going to dive into it with a, a little bit of a bluff here. Uh, that's a 17 on a bluff, and throw my diplomacy in there as well, being a 10 on my diplomacy. Uh, what, what, what kind of, what can I hash out for a fee? But as you do that, I am going to be casting Charming Veneer on you next. <laughs> Damn it. Organ selling humor aside, I do have a stipend of 300 credits to offer for this journey to the Burning Archipelago. 
Oh, okay. That, that that will be fine. Uh, especially since we do not take organs as payment. Standard company contract. Go ahead and roll a sense motive. It is twenty-two. Oh, with a twenty-two, Major Tom notices. Uh, Major Tom noticed that as Teres was speaking with Navu about Nib, at the mention of the Deep Cultures Institute, she became visibly uncomfortable and flushed around her face. Uh. Can I roll a culture check to see what I know about the Deep Culture Institute? Can I as well? <laughs> I too would like to roll that culture check. My eyes glaze over. Has culture in the name. <laughs> I am stuck on the idea of reuniting these, nope. these ex exes who obviously still feel something for each other because there's no other reason for this person to have flushed. Um, my eyes glaze over, and then they, while they're glazing over, I just start thinking about it. <laughs> like, oh, wait a second. The Deep Cultures Institute was founded with the belief that an ancient culture lives deep within the Burning Mother and sends up transmissions from time to time, which creates that sense of dread and doom in the Lashenta who live in the Burning Archipelago. I found what the Pact World's book has to say about the Deep Cultures Institute. While the Sun Atlas group often acts as if any structures within the Sun are only archaeological in nature, the nearby Deep Cultures Institute takes the opposite tack. They believe the Sun is inhabited by at least one species of incalculable power and wisdom. The scholars of the Deep Cultures Institute maintain a veneer of science, but they are widely derided as mystics or even cultists of the other gods. I like my description better. I, I, I like it. I like it. Me too. So and so we are going to like weird not sciencey science people too. So everybody else like, in the party but Nabu will fit right in. <laughs> At that you see Trust stumble forward and they reach out and place their hand on Nabu's shoulder to regain balance. Oh, my apologies. That blast took a lot out of me. Well, well, you can at least rest on our ship. That would be nice. Thank you. Yes. Let me take you to our fine medical facilities upon our ship. Thank you for that kind offer. I will stop by the med bay here before we depart. So can we lay leave in, say, ten minutes? Gibson says yes. Get, uh, go ahead and, like, transfer the coordinates so we can uh, figure out where we're going. And we'll just meet you at our, like, ship. Yes, uh, here. And she sends the coordinates. The Hoopty, I suppose. Yeah, that's the only ship we have. Well, currently. on paper, we have the Breath of Embers, but I don't think it's going anywhere. No. Right. It's being investigated and repaired. It won't be ready for some time. I that's am... our, like, uh, retirement plan down the line. Cruise ship. 100%. Uh, I am just very quickly, I run over or I go back to the computer I was at and I just like plug in a year 5000 USB and I just download <laughs> it I can of what I was looking up for Ignan stuff. Just very, I'm just like uh, cooking, cooking book, I don't care. Put it in there. <laughs> <laughs> like, just drag and drop everything. Nice. Okay, yeah, so you were downloading the data to your data pad. Drag and dropping everything in folders, dropping it into USB. Excuse me, you said research. 
don't, Priorities. Don't Did you ever look up anything about the person in the hologram message that you saw on the Breath of Embers? Nope. Okay. No. That uh, was my, one of the nope. things Navu was going to look for, but I don't think they got around to it yet. Because the portal went into the sun. <laughs> they, they got a little distracted by the scientific spatial phenomena. And the, and the people writhing in pain while he kicks one of them. Also that. Yeah, that was a thing. Oh, and in case anyone is interested, <laughs> I have found a English to Ignan translator. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. <laughs> <I know laughs> Where is the bathroom? Apparently, it would be for sure is Tishrahan. So cool. <laughs> I think you just insulted somebody's mother in Arabic. <laughs> <laughs> I can only go by what the info smear ignin translator tells me. Okay, what is Thrani doing? <laughs> I am coding this um, translator into my. It's not an. It's it, it's it's a music <laughs> player that I play when we're doing things that require me to actually focus. But for now, it is just throwing. It's like the Duolingo of Ignin is going on in the background, so that I'm learning it as we go. So you have a cue pod. Yes, <laughs> coupon. Major Tom is gathering uh, snacks and refreshments necessary for road trip. We we need many chips and jerkies and uh, various dried meats and uh, fried starches and uh, sugary beverages. Oh, oh, uh, Major Tom, can you make sure to pick up some of those? Um, oh, they're like pop things that. Uh, the fluffy white ones that we like. They're like plant kernel things. Oh, uh, yes, yes. The, uh, the, the, the kernels that go pop, pop. Yes, I uh, will grab some of those. And uh, also some of those little, like, uh, uh, asteroid rocks that go pop, pop, pop in your mouth. Those are, those are best. Cool. Yes, yeah. all the things that go pop, we, we must have. So, yeah, I'm literally going to the commissary and asking them for, like, six of everything that goes pop. <laughs> they give you that? Including jalapeno poppers. Cool. <laughs> uh, did Shimsi get anything from those pockets of this person? Uh, Shimsi found various gadgets and readouts. Are any of them shiny? That's all that matters, really. Is Shimsi's going to take something shiny if it's there? Yeah. Shimsi found a piece of ore that is worth about 200 UBP. They have their own bank account, apparently. It's in the back of the kennel thing that they live in. <laughs> like a Shimsi bank. Yes. <laughs> Okay, what is Navu doing before they leave the station? Um, Navu is making sure that the information they had collected both on the Breath of Embers and prior to actually boarding it correctly uploaded to the station. Just on the off chance they don't actually make it back here again. Um, she, they did promise Jory that information as well as saving what information that they had collected that maybe they didn't have time to understand um, about the callers and some of the beings they ran into on the Breath of Embers. What is he doing? I am finding all information I possibly can about 
uh, engineering Ignin stuff because that's probably the easiest way for me to learn the language. Uh, reading my second language, engineering. Yep. So, and also at the same time, uh, I'm also looking at just, you know, just a casual look through of like robotics. And um, I literally, I just, I have, I don't even know what to look for. So that one is literally, I just take the whole folder that says robotics and I put it on my USB drive. Yes, we have made all the best <laughs> preparation. And um, I am definitely spending some of this time getting the coordinates plotted out. So hopefully, you know, I can get like a, a small bonus to piloting because I'm actually spending time with A-Hole plotting things as, as we wait. A-Hole says, oh, good. I was beginning to get lonely. Wait, no. Why are you here? <laughs> uh, like A-Hole, we have work to do. Yeah, we have work to do. Let's go. And I'm going to get in my, my seat and start working on plotting out the course with a-hole's help. Okay, roll a computers check. Computers or piloting? Computers. Okay. I do not understand why you do like half of A-hole's job. What good <laughs> is A-hole for if A-hole not do job? So, like, there is species fallibility involved and A-hole is supposed to double check and triple check. Yes, I have to do the math for you because of your inferior mind. Yeah. So, like, I rolled a 19. So, like, I think I have this right, but check it, a-hole. Fine. Looks good to me. No problem. Now roll piloting. All right. <laughs> a 12. I have a plus 9, and I rolled a 12. With that, a-hole says, Your work with numbers will be the death of us. I corrected the course so that we won't crash into the sun. <laughs> like thanks have we actually left was that us leaving no you haven't left yet that was you piloting up that was you plotting the course and running a simulation okay <laughs> awesome so this was the test run of this perfect <laughs> there's a simulation of <laughs> where it's just boom but only I saw that, so it's all good. <laughs> I imagine with your ability to see alternate outcomes, futures, and realities, you constantly run simulations to verify the reality of the situation. But in your mind, you regularly see the crew being blown up by running into the sun, for instance, or other planets, or asteroids. Absolutely. After you've made it back to the ship, Teresa arrives and makes her way aboard the flight deck. So what they'll hear is... Uh, Falcon, it, it hurt to send your dress. Yeah, like that's it. Totally. Uh, I don't speak Ignan. But you recognized oh. it. Well, it's passenger dress. <laughs> it's a trap. <laughs> I am going to love this translator. Love it. <laughs> so, is there a place for me to sit or some quarters I can go to? Oh, yes. And, and I'm going to move, like, three of my skin suits off the sofa. Thanks. 
Here, uh, right here is good. Welcome aboard the Hoopty. Life is fun. I like the thought that we have, like, just some, like, ratty old sofa that we picked up on some space station. It's all, like, there's no padding left. It's pure springs. It's, like, oh, from the side no. of the road. Decades ago. Yeah. That was all you and Yi. Like, Navu and I were off doing something else, and we come back, and then there's this sofa. We're like, uh, is that, like, bolted down? I don't see any restraints on it. No, no, we use this special double-sided sticky tape. <laughs> Look, it did not go anywhere. <laughs> All right, enough of this flashback scene. Let's get to Oh this. my god. <laughs> okay, roll a piloting check for Thrawny. Oh, that's much better. <laughs> a 30? With that 30 and the simulations you ran earlier with A-Hole, you managed to find the shortest course to the Burning Archipelago. So your trek will only take two hours. Yeah, like, A-hole, I really appreciate you helping me with this focus thing. My, yeah, I really appreciate it. I don't want to kill us. I'm happy not to die, too. That's why I said us. You consider me people now? So... Anyway, who are <laughs> Awesome. So the GD Hoopty disengages from the far portal station and begins flying its course above the Burning Mother. You all have two hours to kill. What do you do? Mostly, Major Tom has come to the realization that we have company on the deck. So Major Tom cannot just be walking around naked. Major Tom has to be wearing one of their skin suits. And so... You know, they, they, they start out, you know, just doing their thing, and it's getting a little more uncomfortable, a little, little itchy. And uh, yeah, by the time we're about half an hour in, it's just, are we there yet? Are we are we, are we there yet? Oh, I would very much like to be there now. Uh, it's just becoming more and more uncomfortable. Um, so snacks are being consumed at an increasingly frequent rate <laughs> as uh, Major Tom tries to distract himself. So nothing useful. All right. What is Yi doing? I am... I should be reading more about Ignin. What I am doing is I'm reading more about robots. <laughs> Do you have this idea now in your head that is lovely? <laughs> really want a robot, a gun caddy. I really, by the end of this campaign, I want to have cobbled together a gun caddy. So that you can be a gun zerker, like from Borderlands too. All guns and ammo at all times. Why do when I can have my gun caddy with me at all times? <laughs> oh man, he's gonna build herself a drone. It's the equivalent of a Isoki's uh, cheek pouch, only with more weapons. It's like it's a swift action. I grab this one. It's a swift action. I grab that one. It's <laughs> amazing. I love it. Ilma, you don't assume that he already has her cheek pouches just full of like sealed canisters of bullets yeah i always have one just you know ready to go you never know when you're gonna need an extra bullet you know smart and navu um i think navu is gonna be trying to look more into the dude because we got the name of the guy who was on the bridge from that video and seeing if there's anything on the info smear about them or any of the any factions that were looking to take over the burning mother because in re-listening to that 
audio, one of the things that kind of got blurred in there was mentioning that they were on a mission to take the Burning Mother. You do find mention of Atash and Ifrit who lived in the Corona neighborhood of the Burning Archipelago. The image on their InfoSmear profile shows a much younger Ifrit than uh, what you saw in the Holovid, but his profile hasn't been updated in many years. So they were not from the Plane of Fire. They were from the Diaspora. Not the Diaspora, the Burning Archipelago. Huh. He wasn't Ifrit, but living in the Burning Archipelago. No, 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 I, I got you. I was just, that was not the answer I was expecting. So, so Tash would have left and then come back through, but was all weird now. Yeah. And Am I understanding there... that correctly? Yes, that's correct. And here's an image of sexy Tash. Oh, right. Let me share it because you all need to behold his hotness. That is aesthetically pleasing Tash. <laughs> so that's all the information that you can find about him. So nothing about who he was before he vanished, or I'd have to... No, the InfoSmear really only has his old social profile, which was barely used. Okay. But for 27 credits, you can find out if Tash has any pending court cases. There. <laughs> okay, what is Thrawny doing? Thrawny's going to go sit next to um, Teres. And so, like, Taras, tell me about your ex. What can we expect when we get there from them? Cast Charming Veneer on myself, just so you know. <laughs> uh, there's not much to say about Nib. Things just didn't work out. Like, okay, so not to be indelicate or anything, but did you, like, end on good terms or... Will she be, like, hostile? Because I have some exes who will be hostile. I just like to know when I go into these situations. Yes, we can be civil. Since you're asking more directly about Teresa's relationship, roll me some sort of charisma check. Diplomacy or something of the like. I guess diplomacy is the best thing. I'm just trying to be nice and just make sure we have all of the information we need. So that's going to be an 18. With the 18 in diplomacy, Teresa's eyes, we admired each other. She drew me in with her intelligence. We had several years of happiness together, but then our careers began pulling us in different directions. You see, the Deep Cultures Institute does work that, she flushes, falls outside the same rigors of the work that I do at the Far Portal Station. You get the feeling that despite their differences, Teres trusts Nib a great deal, given the information she's bringing to her. Okay, and as this conversation is going on, for Throni, every, every interaction, they're seeing a multitude of outcomes. And so it's a little overwhelming, but they're trying to tease out information that is relevant to the types of things that Nib studied. I don't know, just some insight into what kind of group we're coming, what kind of beliefs the group we have are coming into. A little bit more than just, they're, they'll believe any rumor or theory that comes up. So I'll do that and then spend time practicing my ignin. That's pretty much what I'm doing. 
Are you speaking in Ignan to Teres? Oh, no, I'm not going to harass Teres with the Ignan stuff. That would be something I'd just bother a-hole with. And possibly Navu, if Navu talks with me, I'd be, I would be testing it out on Navu. Okay, I think a-hole begins to play white noise as you begin to practice. Then, as you continue, they turn up incrementally until it drowns you out. <laughs> That's fair. Over the course of two hours, the GD Hoopty makes its way to the Serenite-controlled Sunrise Station. That is, the only access port to Donshore and the rest of the Burning Archipelago. Sunrise Station comes into view, an ornate monitoring port adorned to identify it as a Serenite facility. Rings of dark metal float in the space beyond. Uh, this is Major Tome of the GD Hoopty. We are requesting entrance to your Burning Sun place. Roll a disguise check. Uh, a disguise check. Okay, hold on, because I need to look at something, because I get a thing for bonus for that. It's also a charisma roll, so you do get the charming veneer yes. plus one. I get plus 10 to appear as a creature of the type and subtype that I am attempting to appear as, which at this point would be human. So plus 11 to this disguise check, which comes out to 36. Thank you. I am totally Damn. normal human. Damn. Tom Cruise. I look like Tom Cruise. Your disguise is completely uncanny. Major Tom looks so human that the sweat on their brow even appears to be coming from natural pores. Uh, yes, I am contacting station. Uh, we, we are seeking entrance for uh, Burning Sun Place. A pleasant-looking human in gold clothing with blue trim nods a greeting and says, Blessings of the Dawnflower be upon you, travelers. Please identify yourselves and state your business in the Burning Archipelago. Uh, yes, we are GD Hoopty and, and we are come for visit, uh, where, where we visit? Institute of Culture? Nib, Nib Institute of Deep Culture thing, yes. Great. Roll a diplomacy check. Yes, <laughs> I shall do so. That is a 12. Did you add the plus one? Uh, that is a 13. Thank you. It's my version of get em. <laughs> and with that 13, we'll have to find out what happens next time. Um, thank you all for tuning in and uh, listening to our shenanigans. Um, why don't we do outros? We'll start with the uh, bottom right-hand corner, Kelric. Take it away. Hello, I am Kelric, and you can find me on Twitter at Cormalon or at EQ Points. I do this wonderful game, which I'm sad that we are not playing more of today because it's awesome. I can also be found on this channel every once in a while, just randomly playing Dragon Age Inquisition, trying to find the sexiest clothes for the male characters while giving all the women badass armor. You can also find me DMing the Cumanera show that we do, which is a Numenera-based thing, all queer cast. We will actually be uh, putting a form up looking for some new cast members soon, so be on the lookout for that. And very special, exciting thing, on September 9th, I start a new pig smoke campaign on another channel. It's this really cool, like magical school sort of like harry potter if you were the teachers who were exhausted at having to deal with these people and your dean 
and it sounds amazing and hilarious and super fun group of people. So that'll be another thing I'm on. It's called Hecate Hecate Hall. So that's also on Twitter. PB, where can we find you? Uh, hi guys, I'm PB from at PB Plays Inside. You can find me on Twitter, Twitch, and Instagram at that name. I um, am on the Greyhawk channel for our season finale this Monday coming up. It's at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. It's from the Grover Remet. We are we just went through the first phase of our boss fight in which our DM told us right before that session to just, you know, go from level three. Why not just level up to level five? You know, just, you know, just to be safe. So words you totally want to hear from your DM before a boss, boss fight. Um, and so we're going into the second phase in our season finale. So if you're interested, go check that out. On Fridays, I'm over on the Wandering DMs channel playing Castle Falcon scene in which we are uh, escorting, newly escorting a Vatican uh, idol thing, artifacts, um, to a war-torn area because some a lot of bad people want it. And uh, we want to find out why. Aside from that, I stream Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays on my channel, uh, occasionally on the weekends. Uh, 6 p.m. Central Standard Time, doing variety gaming, mainly Minecraft and fantasy map making at the moment. And that is me. Awesome. Thanks, PB. Uh, Steph, tell us about you. Hey, I'm Steph. You can find me on Twitter at Steph underscore Bard. Um, and every other week I am here playing Starfinder. And yeah, that's really about it at the moment. Um <laughs> There, there's been a lot going on in my life keeping me from trying to start Twitch streaming on my thing, but it's still in the works. I feel like a broken record because I keep saying it's coming and then not doing it, but it is. I promise I'm not just saying that, but otherwise, yeah, I'm here every other Saturday or shouting about podcasts. Nice. Thank you. And uh, Miyu. Hey. I'm Miyu. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at MiyuPlaysGames. Uh, you'll find me here on the EQ Points channel with uh, a couple different streams and podcasts. Uh, you'll also find me Thursday evenings now on uh, Sefi Rose's channel. Uh, we're doing Curse of the Crimson Throne. Uh, pretty soon, you'll probably, I think you should, you'll find me on the same channel on Monday evenings uh, as we start a homebrew campaign with some epic level stuff going on, and I get to uh, bring back one of my favorite characters of all time, uh, Jerry the Periwinkle. He's a wizard. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, you should uh, totally check that out. Uh, again, that'll be on Sefi Rose uh, on Monday evenings. So, other than that, I'm here or there and a uh, couple various spots now and again for different uh, Pathfinder and Starfinder games. Hopefully going to be sinking my teeth into Pathfinder 2 soon. Nice. But uh, yeah, that's me. Fantastico. Uh, and thank you so much for being here today. Uh, hi, everyone. My name is Kenny. You can find me on Twitter at PunderDrone. I play in Castle Falkenstein on Fridays with PB. And, uh, yep, yeah, it is super fun. Um, we are on the smooch train to Warville. It's going to be great. Um, and, uh, yeah, I do this lovely thing here. And uh, if you'd like to know more about our goings-on at Experience Points, you can follow us on Twitter at EQPoints. 
we try to blast out every time we have our episodes up um and yeah so uh thank you all for watching and uh we'll catch you next time bye thank you for listening to experience point starfinder if you're looking for more ttrpg podcasts in your life we recommend checking out our sister podcast roll to fail there are six friends who have no business behind the mic or rolling dice if you like what we've created then you should check out the other two podcasts on our network Cumanera, an adventure utilizing Numenera, releases every other Friday. This unlikely team is working for the Order of Truth to help communities under the influence of the strange and weird effects of Numenera. Pun Times is a collection of short-run TTRPGs. Our first season is a horror system called Slasher that utilizes Fate Core and is now available as a monthly podcast. Keep watching our Twitter for when we finally reunite to stream our finale. You can easily find all of our Experience Points podcasts on our website, experiencepoints.com. Until next time, adventure hookers!